Hello and happy Friday. I hope that you guys have your beverage of choice, whether it's coffee, tea, or something else. How are y'all feeling? It's almost near the end of 2018. We're practically there. It's November. We had all these different retrogrades happen, causing communication mishaps, technology not working right, travel plans delayed, conflict, confusion in relationships. It's been a hot mess, I will say that. And it's funny how these moments can change so much or bring out emotions that we thought we had already dealt with, but then something comes along and triggers it and we realized maybe we didn't. Maybe we really weren't truly over that. These moments can change the happiest on top of the world feelings to feeling like your entire world has come crashing down. I know I was there. Over the summer, I felt like I was a blubbering mess and emotional and I didn't know where all this was coming from and why I felt this turmoil and resentment and I wanted, you know, people close to me to pay for what I was feeling and You know, it just felt like these things were triggering memories and possibly things that I had buried deep inside of me. But sometimes when you end up having people back in your lives, you're just grateful and happy for the chance and opportunity to actually have them that you say, eh, let's just sweep this under the rug. You know, I'm sorry. You're sorry. It's all over and done with, and you don't really deal with it. So when you find yourself in a situation that's quite similar to the original, let's just say it's almost crazy how it can trigger things that you didn't think that you would feel again. We tend to allow life to consume us and go through the motions and bury things inside of us thinking, oh, well, we can just deal with it, right? Just live with that pain and mask it. For the risk of the fact that we have what we wanted, right? But then it seems like we end up making excuses for ourselves where we end up saying, well, I'll get to it tomorrow, the next day, the day after that. Or I'll keep in touch with you. Don't worry about it. I I really need to do that more. And it never happens. We end up not eating right because we know we should. We end up not picking up the phone. We end up not reaching out via text just to see how somebody's doing. We end up not having those small conversations even if it is about a kid's school play. We make justified excuses for our behavior. Oh, I had this going on. Oh, I just wasn't feeling good. Well, if you did this, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But where does that tit-for-tat attitude really get us? Does it accomplish anything? Does it resolve any kind of conflict that we might have? I read this really interesting article 
written by Tony Robbins and it was pertaining to romantic relationships but I could see a lot of points and perspectives that could also relate to personal in a sense of friendship or family members. He talked about rekindling in the sense of a fire, right? When we start the fire, we have to feed it in order for it to be the way we want it, right? Once we get the fire to the point of where we want it, we have two choices. We either continue to maintain that fire so it stays where we want it, or we slowly let it die. I could have very well have done an episode last week, but given the circumstances, I just felt like everybody would understand. But really, who am I to sit there and justify my behaviors when there could have been somebody who was excitedly waiting to hear a message or needed just a small pep talk in their lives? So to that person or people, I am sorry. In the past year, I have experienced five different deaths. My children's grandfather, someone that I looked to as an uncle, my godfather, my childhood friend, and more recently, my only biological aunt. And what I sat and reflected upon with these individuals is that most of them had what you would call an indivisible illness, invisible, sorry, illness, where you wouldn't look at these people and say they're sick. But on the inside, they're either going through sadness, pain, even waking up every morning and, un- and saying, is this going to be the last day of my life? But what they had was this attitude of my body is sick, but my brain is not. And what do I mean by that? I mean that even though they were dealing with what they were dealing with, they still made sure they reached out, they handled their responsibilities, they asked questions about those that they cared about, they attended maybe a baseball game or a hockey game or whatever the case may be. They didn't stop letting people know that they cared, that they wanted to be involved in their lives. It was almost as if they knew that what they were going through was not the other person's fault. And I still want you to be involved in my life as much as I want to be involved in yours. They had that understanding that in order to keep a fire going, you need to constantly feed the fire. It's not a one-way street. You can allow the fire to continue to burn on its own, but if you only allow the fire to do what it's doing and not contribute, it's going to die. Much like our personal relationships with our family, our friends, our loved ones, if both parties are not contributing and working together to maintain the relationship, eventually it's going to die.
And that's where we get caught up in justifying our behaviors as to why we didn't feel our relationships. We start making excuses that we were too busy, we were too ill, we just didn't have the time. It's okay that things do happen, but we don't seem to understand how our behavior affects the other person. And where does the line draw when we keep saying, oh, I'll get to it tomorrow, and tomorrow is not there? Even the most healthy person is not guaranteed tomorrow. I mean, it might be you or it might be the other individual. And if you do have a friendship or relationship that is having some sort of conflict, it's okay to have that period of silence. As long as you're taking that period to reflect on what you can do to contribute to that fire. What you're going to work on and act upon going forward. And when you come together and have that conversation, make sure you're putting everything out there on the table so that later on down the road when something happens, it doesn't trigger back these resentful feelings that you might have, that you didn't deal with, that you pushed aside just because you thought you could deal with them alone. Don't sit there in anger and justify your actions because you have the right and the choice to control the way you react to the situation. You can choose to yell, you can choose to scream, you can choose to point blame, but as long as you're pointing blame, let's realize that three fingers are pointing back at you. You can choose to say, I'll get to it tomorrow because I have 20 million other things to do. But you can also choose to realize that that person may walk away and you won't have tomorrow. That person might die and you won't have tomorrow. So I ask of you as you go on through your day to reflect upon what you're doing in your everyday relationships and lives to maintain the fire. And I'm not just talking about relationships, but yourself. Really reflect upon have you dealt with the things that you should have dealt with. Do you know what you want and what you don't want? Is this relationship worth something to me? And what can I do in my part? Let's come together and let's stop the justifications of our behaviors and understand the other person. Let's act as if Today is our last day. 
I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and weekend ahead. And I promise that I will be back next week. Thank you. Bye.